Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Crypto had a very chaotic year this year, with this year's crypto route slicing almost 70% of a gauge of the top 100 digital assets. And as we head to the end of the year, to give us a look back on how crypto markets performed, joining us on the phone is Joanna Ossinger, Senior Reporter for Crypto at Bloomberg News. Joanna, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for joining us today. So how would you describe the crypto space this year? What were some of the key events that moved crypto markets? It has been a pretty tough year for crypto Mm -hmm. overall. We had a big decline, as you mentioned, in most of the tokens themselves. And we had the implosion of the Terra Luna ecosystem in May. We had the collapse of high-profile hedge fund Three Arrows Capital a couple months later. We've had the absolutely spectacular and quick collapse Mm -hmm. of FTX, which was one of the highest profile exchanges more recently. And then we've had some bankruptcies of other firms as Mm -hmm. well, including lenders. So it's really been a very tough year for the cryptocurrency space overall. Right, right. And all these events led to so much volatility in the crypto markets. Compared to previous years, how much more volatile were crypto markets this year? Well, actually, there have been some years where it's been pretty up and down. Crypto has always been quite volatile. And of course, it's such Mm -hmm. a new space. People are figuring things out. But it has been really a year of a lot of ups and downs, Mm -hmm. mostly downs. So it's it's more volatile than many years. But say you had 2017 when there was a huge run up and then uh, the start of a drop in 2018, there was Mm -hmm. more of a drop. So it's definitely something that people in crypto are used to if they've been around a while. But it was a pretty tough year, especially for people who had gotten in in, say, 2020 or 2021 when things were largely going up. Right, right. And how did Bitcoin perform this year? It's down more than 60%. Oh, wow. So in the number two token, Ether, is also down more than 60%. Mm-hmm. So that's been somewhat rough. And of course, Bitcoin already started the year off of its record highs around 69,000 mm-hmm. from November 2021. So it has been quite a tough year for Bitcoin, although there are some other tokens that are down even more. Mm-hmm. So Bitcoin, at least, you know, it's holding right around 17,000. Of course, if you go back, you know, say five or six years, it was, and even in 2018, it was around 3,500. So if you've been holding on for a while, you're probably still up. But there are a lot of people who are underwater at this point. Right. And Ethereum also went through a major new makeover this year, right, with the merge. But as we head to the end of the year, the upgrade doesn't seem like it moved Ether as much as people expected. Right. So there were people who thought that the merge could really boost the price of Ether. That doesn't seem to have happened so much. And of course, it's given the broader pessimism in the market. That's a factor as well. But overall, the upgrade was kind of a technical one. It went from the energy-consuming proof of work to Mm -hmm. the the much more energy-efficient proof of stake uh, mechanisms, and it went quite smoothly. So that was the big victory for the Ethereum community was that they did the upgrade and it was just a switch. It happened and 
everything was quite smooth. There mm-hmm. were expectations of possible hiccups, but really everything went quite well. Right. And that has helped promote some optimism on Ethereum, just that it was able to do this upgrade within as promised. And so people are starting to look at it more as something that can really develop in the future. Mm-hmm. And I also want to talk about other coins as well. What about other stable coins or meme coins? Like how did they perform this year? Yeah, well, there has been a lot of interest in the stable coins just because they are expected to say one to one to the US dollar. And the top ones, you have Tether mm-hmm. and USD coin that have have kept market cap, you know, they're they're losing a little bit of their overall market cap, but not too much. Mm. So they have been pretty steady. And of course, you had the big algorithmic stable coin, mm-hmm. USD that imploded in May. Right. So that was that was that. But um, in terms of meme coins, you have something like Dogecoin, which actually mm-hmm. is down about forty percent. So it's Ooh. it's outperforming this year. But a lot of that is on expectations that Elon Musk might do something with it on Twitter, for instance. <laughs> yeah. So it's gotten a big boost in the past couple of months on that. Mm-hmm. And I also want to circle back to um, the bankruptcies that we've seen in crypto players. What does that tell us about the crypto market? A lot of it is just that things were a lot more connected than people thought. There mm-hmm. was more counterparty risk. You know, there were the the lenders that thought they could lend to a place like Three Arrows Capital mm-hmm. and they would be okay. But then when Three Arrows imploded, all of a sudden they were missing a billion dollars or so. Right. And it, you know, once you have the once you have one player that runs into trouble, you know, that player has been dealing with others, and it just it shows how interconnected everything was, and how really people weren't doing probably as much due diligence and risk mitigation mm-hmm. as they should have been. So this is one of those things where you know there is a lot of regulation in say traditional finance, and not as much in crypto. And people were saying, oh well, we don't necessarily need that. Well, maybe. There is some of that needed. It definitely boosts the uh, argument from regulators mm-hmm. for greater regulation of the crypto space. Yeah, it seems like we're going to see a lot more regulations after this year. But are we seeing more investors staying away from crypto now with the recent crashes and the fall of key crypto players? There is a lot more hesitancy, mm-hmm. just as one would expect. So the players or investors are either kind of holding with what they have or maybe shying away from plans that they might have made. There are some that are still looking to get in or maybe mm-hmm. putting a little more in there. But there is a group of people that were looking to get in saying, OK, now it looks like things are more robust, mm-hmm. realizing how much risk there was in the space and pulling back now. Well, it seems like there's still a little bit of hope there in crypto markets. But what's the outlook like for crypto markets in 2023? It is really varied, actually. You have people saying that Bitcoin could fall, say, to 10000 or even $5,000. There are still things left to be discovered out of something like FTX mm. and the fallout from there. We still haven't really found where a lot of some of the assets might be or who might be affected by it. You know, you have Digital Currency Group and Lender Genesis, and Mm -hmm. there's still a lot of things left to be found. Mm -hmm. And if they can kind of hold on and make it work, then that's one thing. Mm -hmm. And you could see Bitcoin rally and other cryptos rally. But if you have more shoes to drop, then it could be an extended 
time of pain. Right. Do you think there will be more bankruptcy filings or more fall of major crypto players after this year where we saw so many of them filing for bankruptcy and the fall of so many crypto players? Well, this is hard to tell, right? Mm. But it's, it, it is possible, especially if the fallout turns out to be greater than people had expected mm. or if you have players that have been holding on and then just are unable right. to anymore. At the same time, you, know, you could get some amount of recovery because we have had a lot of pain already. Mm-hmm. So it could come back. It, so so this one is tough to tell, but people are definitely on guard for it and mm-hmm. anything is possible. Well, thank you so much, Joanna, for joining us today. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. Thank you. We've been speaking with Joanna Ossinger, senior reporter for crypto at Bloomberg News. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm 893 or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.